Yeah, dude. Yo, yo, he slapped your girl's ass. Think, what do you do? I think I spit in his face and run fast. <laughs> I run fast. Nah, nah, nah nigga, I get mad at my girl. What you do to her? It's your fault. Here, you can slap my ass. You definitely looked at him. You definitely looked at him. But now he does say he might break her ass off with that. Stuff. Yeah, Yo, true. Yo, like B. like a, a tap will fucking destroy your ass. You know, Yo, if she went to Brazil, all that shit coming right out. That ass get no. deflated. But they say with great power, comes great responsibility. Yeah. I wonder down if calf muscle. Like I wonder, like maybe that's why I'm not brolic, right? Because I might just do that, not slap another <laughs> nigga's girl's ass. Yeah, I but, can see G doing but that. But I definitely like be in the corner of like a like, G walk everywhere, think he owned the place. Nigga, if a bad bitch, if a bad bitch is standing next to a nigga that looks like me right now, and I look like that nigga, I'm staring at your bad bitch while you staring at me. And, not, and we both, all three of us know about that what's going on right now. Yo, that must be the worst feeling in the world with a big brolic nigga staring at your chick. And you- like, I don't want to say conventions because they're more like backyard soirees where they have financial people come and it's all like different billionaire families like Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Johnson and Johnson, the Waltons, you know, whatever. And these motherfuckers are the only ones invited to these little meetings. Mm -hmm. And they're meetings with financial people, you know, hedge fund managers, financial management for like nine figure, you know, accounts. And they show them how to make more fucking money. Hmm. Think about during this last two year global pandemic, billionaires made more billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Poor people got fucked. Middle class got fucked. Upper class, probably they stayed status quo. And billionaires made billions of fucking dollars. Yeah, they made more. And we don't fucking talk about that shit. No. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they keep that shit clandestine mm. as fuck. That part, that part is not secret society. That's just fucking common knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That no one likes to fucking, you know, talk about. You know, since we're, we're men, and I know we probably don't have a right to speak about this, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, it's funny you say that. Do you do you think that um that this Roe v Wade thing plays into the same factor, uh, Elio? Do you think I that, think it's well, yeah. Look at it. Well, you think that you think that control factor and who who should be yeah let in old and why old, we let old, you in? old white men telling women what to do with their bodies? Yeah, I think that's a fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think I think you got to look at it like this. Ever since I've been a father and a parent, mm -hmm. I've been more pro-life than I've ever been in my life. Of course you got kids. And, and just, to, just so people understand where I'm coming from, my, my sons are adopted. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I've, I've had them since they were born. Like, me and my wife went to Phoenix Baptist in Arizona. They were born. They were in ICU for three weeks. And then they came home with us. We've been with them every step of their lives. They're my mm -hmm. kids. You ain't no one going to tell me shit. I say that because I do have a very more pro-life stance now. I've seen women not want their kids or for whatever reason, through addiction, whatever it is, not having, keeping the kid, but giving it to people like me and my wife so we could give those children a better life. So I see it a little different. I'm more empathetic towards the pro-life argument. Having said that, if men aren't willing to have laws out there that they get vasectomies until they're financially stable, mental health, well health well checks put through a whole fucking rigmarole of okay now you're now it's okay for you to have a kid now you can spawn hmm. if men aren't willing to go through that why the fuck are those men 
telling women what they can and can't do with their bodies. That's a logical standpoint. And I mean, that's my only logical reason to I didn't even think about it, it like that either. Yeah, if men are, cause it's e think about it. It's easier for a man to get a vasectomy and undo the vasectomy now. The procedures are so commonplace. Yeah. You can do that shit 10 times over and have kids stop having kids whenever the fuck you want. Yeah, but, but, but the it's thing, my bad, not no, no, no. But the thing is also too, like what about the women that like get raped? Right. And they... They or don't want to have those kids. Or you know incest, right. Or, or sexual yeah, you know abuse, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, grooming, so, all that crazy shit. You know, that that's fine to be pro-life, which I am as well. But at the same time, you got to have let the women get their right that if they want to in cases like that, don't, you know, maybe there should be like a clause that for cases like that, where it's not such cut um straight I, no, I, across I the board. You I know mean, what I mean? I, I don't think that it's something that, one... All right, just got overturned. It's not going to go back tomorrow, right? No, it's a, it's here not. now. Now, yeah, yeah, here, we got to right? deal with it. So it's like, I I agree with both of your standpoints. It's and and I do, you know, rape and all that. But when it happens badly, shit, you know what I mean? That's horrible. But if we were set up, uh, more equipped to deal with um wellness centers, if we had wellness centers where women that are raped and women that you know. I'm not sure if I want to have this baby. Yo, my dad fucking gave me the baby. You know, yeah, all these exactly, things that are exactly. crazy, right? Yeah. But if there was wellness centers, right, to to take care of people's mental state, even financially, there's a lot of people that are not bad people, but they're living at home with their mom, and she just got pregnant. Right. She's yeah. not a bad person. She's not a good person, but no, she just yeah. got pregnant, but she lives at home with mom. You know, there's wellness centers, centers where you got nine months before that baby gets out, let's get you on your feet, honey. Let's get you on your feet. Let's get you... Oh, do you know who the baby father? You don't know who it father? All right, boom. He don't want to be in the child's life? This is what you're going to do. We're going to set you up for child support right now, honey. That baby pops out. He starts paying it if you don't want to be... Wellness centers. Places where people don't feel like, fuck, I'm pregnant. I, I, what am I going to do? And I'm, Go to Brazilian and stick a fucking clothes hanger because and, United States, I can't get it done no more. I've known two people like that, that two women that did say, like, fuck, I'm pregnant and regretted having a kid. And they still birth the kid and everything. But they don't regret the kid now that the kid's here. Yes. Yeah? No. Oh, one, no one, one did and one still does. Like, if I can go back in time, I would have never you're, had you're, my kid. You know, I don't know you women, but you're a piece of shit. If you already had the kid and you look at the motherfucker and be like, I just, I can't stand that I had well, you. Let's, you're well, a fucking piece of shit well, parent. But, but let's, let's look at the flip side of that because I feel like mm -hmm. I agree with everything you're saying to certain extent. Of course. I think the problem, and I think it's a bigger problem that we don't talk about in, in society in general on planet Earth. Why are we stigmatizing women? <laughs> why why are They're we not why are we stigmatizing why are we stigmatizing the man who didn't pull out, who didn't use the rubber, who kept it in there, who said, "You know what? Fuck you, I'm out." And never came back and don't know that kid and ain't stuck with the kid. Why aren't we vilifying those motherfuckers? Because you know, it's, men, it's men that make the laws. Right. Agreed. What if it's a ploy Agreed. to fucking like the shit that we're going through now there's more struggle than any time before. So now it's like even make people even more poor through because people don't get married and fucking stay in marriages long now not anymore you know no. not so anymore. like the statistic of more people being poor and forced into these illness situations so the fucking next man the rich man could fucking take over the neighborhoods because now these people are poor they can't afford the houses they move out they come and take over and shit like that you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. well what, what was the greatest trick the devil ever told it was they didn't exist. Even deeper than that. Hmm. It was billionaires and wealthy people convincing the middle class that poor people are the problem. I repeat, billionaires and wealthy people convincing the middle class that poor people are the problem. 
See, but that that you make the poor people feel stupider and poorer, while the rich people still continue to get rich. Yeah, and you, you have, have and you have the you have the middle class fight with the poor. Yep. When we should be fighting the fucking the rich. The middle class is always like, oh, sometimes I agree with the rich, and sometimes I agree with the poor. Right. They're that they're that counterbalance between. Yeah, but I I think it, but it does come down to rationalizing. Um, you aren't you don't have to be a vic of your society. Just because the niggas push up the block, just because there's a whorehouse down the block, just because the cops fuck us up, the, just because those things happen, it doesn't mean that you have to, as an individual, cut yourself short from the education that is offered. There's still an education that is offered to you there. And whether or not you go to college and you have to deal with the debt and all this shit, whether or not you do that, there's, there's no reason that you have to live in the fucking projects till you're 40. Because you don't feel like, oh, this is what they gave me. This is where I am. Oh, society, they want me poor. I'm just a, I'm just a nigga. I'm just this. I'm just... No, you don't have to. You, you the, the thought process, and this is where like, a lot of things Kanye West says, I don't agree with, but when he says that, you keep yourself poor. Outside don't keep us poor. Outside don't keep us unsuccessful. You keep yourself poor. It's not... It, we all go through our shit. I've been raped for crying out loud. It doesn't... It's my decision not to walk out and rape somebody else. You understand? It's my decision to... You, you, you make these choices. If you can't use the excuse or because of your skin color or because of your neighborhood, you have to take some responsibility at some point and be like, you know what? No, I'm not going to hang out. I'm going to make sure I get to work. Make sure I get to school. I want to get my credit score good. They don't teach us about credit. They don't teach us about... Don't all these things is our job to learn. The only reason these niggas stay successful is because they give the keys to the generations under... By the time uh, niggas 15, 16, he got a fucking 800 credit score and he don't even know what a credit score is. Yeah. But also, too, like, people don't know how to fucking not make excuses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people just make excuses not to do shit instead of finding a way to do shit. And those people that decide to do shit are the ones that get ahead. The people who fucking always make excuses, they don't want to stay under and yeah. fucking act like they victims. You know what I'm saying? I think you guys are a perfect example I think you guys, for me, all three of you, um, not only as my peers, as my friends, as people I listen to and look up to, but you guys take that high road as well. Because on my end, I have yet to release an album. You know, you think about that as long as I've been making music. As long as I've been making music, y'all two haven't stopped. Yeah. Y'all two have not stopped. Yeah. That's Sometimes true. two and three projects within the year. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> They have not stopped, and that that that's a big deal. You said that, like, yeah, you know, it's it's up to you, it's up to you not to have the excuse. It's up to you to go ahead and put the work in. Just like, look, you're here right now because you dropped the fucking project. Let's go. How was the project? How was the process? How did that come along? How long did it take you guys to do it? Uh, it's, it's a long ass fucking track list. <laughs> I love it. I love being able to put somebody's <laughs> album on. Tracks. It ain't that bad. No, but you. I love being able to put. That's. That, what do you mean? That's long yeah, now. I guess yeah. Only you're the right. greats give us in, fucking in the, fifteen in the, in and fourteen. In the era of the six and seven song album. Yeah. And the two minute song. Yeah. And the and the the death of the third verse. Yeah, you're right. Right. About the that. death of the third verse. They stay away from the third verse. I think like, they kill the second verse yeah. now because now it's like. It's 20, a bridge. It's a hook, weird bridge, right? Hook, Twelve bar verse. Hook. Two, three times and the song's over. Everything is an intermission now. Yeah, EPs yeah. and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That People don't exactly have the attention. But I, I will say Bodies of Work, the, the, the two albums, besides my friends, the only two albums, and that's where I try to, I know I shouldn't do this. You shouldn't really like, but I try to compare you guys to the people that are really, really famous or out there. Like 
I compare your album to the Kendrick album, and I listen to them side by side. And then I listen to fucking who's trash ass album. I listen to this nigga Jack Harlow, right? And I try to put your. I'm like, okay, where's the line at for hip hop? Where's the line? Like, where's the line at for a dope project? I can't get past the third song on this one. I'm already up to the eighth on your project. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get past the third here. And then with Kendrick, I'm like, all right, rewind, rewind. All right, then I have to bring that over to you guys because I'm like, what the fuck he just said? You know, like you guys, almost every song that I listen to has playback value. That, 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 that's why when I when I like listen to and digest the projects, it's like you guys don't ever fall short, whether it be the quality, the sound, how you guys work. You, I hear it in each and every. You guys put so much work into, it. and then Silencer made the beats. Yeah. So you guys wow. keep it in house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we know how to keep it in house, keep it queens, keep it among us. Like it's a beautiful thing. How'd the process go for you guys? Yeah, I mean, ever since we started, like we started making music together in like 2014, so like we're going eight years strong now. And I feel like ever since we started, even with the first album, which probably took <laughs> us like we probably didn't put out that first album to like what 2017. Mm-hmm. So we probably like three, yeah. four years we were working on that one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because we were, at that time we was getting um. Beats from like everybody, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like we was fucking with all types of dudes from like overseas and shit. So this one will take some time to send us some beats. This one will send us some time, you know what I'm saying? Take some time, send us some joints. We was messing with Silence, so we was messing with fucking Carnage, Carnage. and Rest all in peace, Carnage and word. all that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Rest yeah. in peace, Carnage. You know what I'm saying? And then um like that, boom. So gradually, and that's when you know he was dropping solo albums. I was dropping solo mm-hmm. albums. So in between all that, putting we got together, and you know whenever he had time or whenever we both had time, we got together, and then we formulated the first joint. We dropped that, and we haven't stopped ever since, man. From then, you know what I'm saying? Especially He'll drop you. an album, I drop an album, yeah. you drop a 40-40 yeah, 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 album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how been. we've been doing it, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying, ever since. You guys write together in the stool, in the car? Rarely. Sometimes we do it, but we've... I think when we first started, we did that. You know what I'm saying? With the first album, we were sitting together, writing pieces, going back and forth. keep energy. Right, and we're just trying yeah. to get to know each other, and you know what I'm saying? But like, like real talk, like there's LEO, there's Last Measure, 4040 is its own little little circle of energy because mm-hmm. like yeah. it kind of just exists on its own right now you guys we, got killer monsoon yeah that too and when we work on a project Council. now Council. We, we could just fucking email each other like here i got two bars just jump on this and then i'm sending right. to a ball and then like within an hour two hours if i could be at work he could be at work and we got a song done you know what i'm saying it's like that right now with us you know what i'm saying and then sometimes he'll we'll pick a whole bunch of beats mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying He'll take six. Let's say it's twelve joints. He'll take six. I'll take six. Mm-hmm. He fucking he writes six joints. He'll send them to me. I'll yeah. write six joints and I'll send them to him. You know what I'm saying? And it's never it's never like just spitting or train of thought. It's though some of them will be concepts, fucking themes, uh, you know, stories. It's always like that's always been us. We've always kept it different and always trying to do different things and talk about different things you see even if it has a street element or something relatable to hip-hop it's still yeah we still try to do a little twist on it because we context don't, yeah we, and, we want, and content you know what i'm saying we don't we want it to be substantive we don't want it to just be hey you know to the hip to the hop you don't stop that's great too but we want to give you some other energy and some other shit to chew on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. amongst you two because you know obviously i've worked with um i've worked with a partner before maybe it was before at the tc but amongst you two um, is there any a lagging moment? You ever have to call? Yo, where's your verse at, my nigga? Yo, yo, you, you oh, once in a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've life, but that that's usually like life shit. Like you know, one of us, like he could get charged, and it'll be like a Saturday, and all of a sudden, like I'm with the kids or whatever, 
and all of a sudden I get like five, six emails, and he wrote five, six verses to shit with hooks and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck, you know what I'm saying? So maybe I get inspired there to do one or two, and then like you know I'm lagging. So then, like a week, two weeks later, he's like, "Yo, what's good, man? You know what I'm saying you slacking on me? You know what I'm saying?" And then, yeah, <laughs> you know, then, whatever, then you put that, yeah, you put the battery, and then you kind of just double down, and then by the end of the day, it's it's all there for him. But so. it goes by, bro. Yeah, 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 for sure. There'll be times where he'll catch an inspiration mm-hmm. bug, and he'll say, "I'm like, nigga, I haven't even finished the first joint. He's already like, nah, I'm going to train. I, I wrote like yeah. three verses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, he, but yo, even though there might be a lag in between, mm-hmm. it's like there's really never a lag, G, because He's writing for his project. Yeah. I'm writing for my mm-hmm, project. Mm-hmm. We already got like three albums in queue for each yeah, yeah, one yeah. of our entities that we might be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's- we got fucking albums right now. We got like three, four albums on queue waiting to be released. Well, yeah. Really? Well, Solid, so when we, when we worked with my brother Explicit with the last batch, we put out, he put out State of Chakras. I put out uh, fucking Nostalgia in the Blood and we yeah. put out the Genetic Code. Yeah. All three were produced by my brother Explicit. That's so those, so those 45, 50 songs we worked on within a batch of two, three years. And, you know, he's on five joints on my project. I'm on like four joints on his. So there, it's like a whole 40-40 experiment with the producer. We did the same thing with Silencer. We only put right. out the Celestial Doctrine in April. We still got SNL live from Maple Park, Side B, which is me and Silencer. He's on four joints on that. That's coming out next year. And he got Metahumans too with Silencer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that I'm on four joints on that. That's coming out next year too. So... There's still more silence that you're getting, you know what I'm saying? And then right. after that, we're gonna do the same thing with Carnage, you know what I'm saying? And then verse yeah. all. So we already got, yeah, stuff lined up how for many, like two, three, four years. Amongst y'all, how many projects y'all have? Solo and together. Total. Oh, Total with us? Yeah, uh hmm. maybe like 30. At least 30. That's crazy. Damn. I'll say about 30. I'll say 30. I got eleven. We got seven together with we didn't put out the seventh one yet with 40. And then you got like about like 10 now, yeah. Yeah, and then between that and the joint I did with fucking like hell, um, the the council joints, uh-huh. right? That you know what I'm saying. Then we Wait, got the fucking I got a joint with with some dude from um my man Negative, the Underguard. Yeah, we yeah. Put out a joint. And you got the Cyrus you know joint. What I'm saying I got the joint with you and G. You and G got an EP mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. You know what so saying? yeah, so man. it's like eighteen. There's gonna be like twenty four joints just by myself, and then. Then the um well that's including like the that's 40, crazy. 40 joints. Yeah, and then we got Damn. Killer Monsoon. There's a whole bunch of the shit. Yeah, a whole bunch of little side shit. It's a lot of work. You know what it is though, Rich. When you guys, I think the I that's where I struggled. Um, even in, even now, I'll be honest. I, I I have a little bit of a writer's block lately, and I don't know why. But when you're a rapper, like if you if you're a basketball player, you play basketball every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a baseball player, you play baseball. Play baseball. You're a porn star. You fuck every day, right? You're, we're rappers. We're rappers. We spit. We got a flow. We want to be on a beat. We're singers. We're supposed to do it every day. You're, su- you're supposed to have what you guys have. Like, like there's supposed to be two or three albums already ready for next year. So now the music's made. All I got to do is worry about rolling it out. But let me keep making more music so when that music's out, there's more backups behind. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to just keep yourself to next time I go to the studio or next time I get... No, you're supposed to be writing and rapping and spitting every single day. That's how you get better at it. So for you guys, I I don't think I know personally anybody that I can say... I know has as much music as you guys because I've known you guys for so long and there's never been a dull moment where t- more than two or three months go by and there isn't a project amongst you guys or the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there nah, isn't a project there amongst you guys <clears throat> or the group. Yeah. So it's like, I, as a fan, you know, think about it. If I've known you, for, if I've known you guys since I've been, what, 20, 18, 19? So for 12 years, I've been a fan of you guys and you guys have been serving me music. Yeah. You know, that's a beautiful that's thing. Crazy. And that's crazy that you said 12 years because, yeah, I've been, I think this is my 12th year I put out a project every year. At least one project. 12 straight years. My bad. So and mine is that's 10. crazy. That's crazy. That, that, that's crazy. Yeah. That that, that that's crazy. That twelve years. You know. You know what you guys got though, man. You guys got your children anyway. You know you. We don't have the privilege to look at YouTube and see our parents, our right. grandparents, right? We don't got the privilege to yeah. see what they were in the eighties and seventies, mm-hmm. and all we got is their stories, and all we got yeah. is their pictures. Oh, look, look at Uncle Larry with the afro. Remember he had an afro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. all we got is the pictures. We won't, our kids won't have that. Our no. kids are actually get to Videos see us and now, here, yeah. in this form, this podcast, uh, yep. the music. Mm-hmm. When you're not there, when daddy's not home, when daddy's mm-hmm. not here no more and dead and gone, he's actually right there in the fucking TV right. screen. Yeah. You can't never... It's we, true. Our kids have something so magical. That's mm-hmm. why I try to be very aware... Very aware about what I'm leaving behind. Because, like, for me, the most important thing to me was my sister. And I said, you know, she ever passes away, fuck this world. Right. And I still feel partially fucked this world. Yeah, but you yeah. know what the thing is? It's not the world's problem. I feel like that. So don't take it out right. on the world. Yeah. Feel me? I, I try to be a little... I, I try to be reckless with my own life. Mm-hmm. Not with anybody else's well-being. Right. Feel me? And I was never like that before. But it, ta- it, takes, it takes wanting to live, I guess. You know, when, nah. you got, when you got the knife in your neck, if you don't do it, you're just a pussy. <laughs> Straight up. You know, when people say, I'm going to kill myself, then do it. You don't talk when you want to kill yourself. Yeah, no, you just You know, do it. so I had to take myself out of that rut. Right. Because it, it was going to just keep nah, me down. But you're right, though. Like, that family thing is so important to your purpose in mm-hmm. life. Like, our album, The Genetic Code, it has our kids are on the album know, cover with dope. our wives. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was how important it was to with us. With the DNA strand. Yeah, exactly. And my, and, my, and my kids are in at least like two, three of my videos, like when they were babies and like just growing up. So like they'll get to see that too and see themselves being in my video. You know what I'm saying? So like, nah, yeah, that means everything. When you, when you get to our age and you start having families and shit like that, like, yeah, what you leave behind, your legacy, that, that becomes something. You know what I'm saying? And that takes more of a... It becomes more important to you as you get older and you realize your mortality is right around the corner, more so than it ever was. Yeah. You know, and he he don't have kids. Yeah. He don't have kids. But since I've been working with him over the past year, that's the same goal he's been working towards. It's the same goal. I want to leave something. Hmm. I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and it's crazy. You don't need to have something to leave it to. When you feel like you, yo, I want to leave something. I want to work. I want to show I wasn't just a piece of shit person floating in this earth for the 70 years that I live here. You it's feel like, me? You want to be that's remembered. That's the beauty of it. That the beauty is that you don't have to only inspire or your family and shit, but you can inspire others. So even though you might not have family behind, the people that you inspire outside of your Absolutely. circle kind of become your family because they look up to you in that kind of way or a certain Listen, kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Two, we can talk about. I can talk about two local people that people on planet Earth will not know about. Um, College Point, Flushing, Queens, they will. First person I can talk about, Jimmy Burns. Um, Rest in peace. This is someone that if you're from College Point, if you're from hip-hop, that area, you know who Jimmy is. And Jimmy was a great fucking guy. He supported everything we did. reason why I bring him up is because no one knows him like that. Local dude, right? Go to his wake after he passes, right? Who's at his fucking wake? 
Ralph McDaniels from Video Music Box. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was mm -hmm. crazy. DJ wow. JS1, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Underground legend. Mm -hmm. No one knows Jimmy. Them motherfuckers knew Jimmy. And, and he meant enough to them for them to come and show and pay their respects to him. Ralph McDaniels, what the fuck has he done for That's us our entire hard. childhood? You know what I'm saying? That he's provided us. You know what I'm saying? That guy's a fucking god to anyone who was into hip-hop culture in New York City, tri-state area in the 80s and 90s. You know what I'm saying? And he, show up to and he was at Jimmy Burns' fucking funeral. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? That's incredible, man. That's a beautiful... Uh, that that shows you who he inspired. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then my man Scott Blunt, God rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He passed uh, away. He's a dude who worked with Cage, um, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Kamutayu from Def Jux, mm -hmm. all those motherfuckers. Yo, and he's not, once again, he was a teacher at PS20 at the school two blocks away from me. He just, at life, put him there. He was a gym teacher there. This is how much, he was a party animal. Like, anyone who met Scott Blunt, just, you knew who the fuck he was. You heard the name, your eyes lit up. He was that kind of guy. He just touched people. reason why I bring it up is to say this. He passed away too recently. His fucking mass, bro, The there were at least 200 to 250 people at his fucking mass. You know what I'm saying? I, you see the shit on the live stream, and the whole shit was every pew was fucking packed to the brim. What kind of person you got to be? How many people you got to affect to have that many people at your mass? Imagine like the church in College Point or St. Michael's in Flushing. Imagine that church for mass, like during Christmas mass, being packed to the nines. That's how his fucking mass for his funeral was. That's crazy. How do you inspire people? Like, like that's, and no one knows you. There are probably a couple of people online who I put on. They were like, yo, is that the guy who worked with Cage who did that song with Pumpkinhead? I was like, yeah, that's him. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, Scott, this guy likes your shit. You know what I mean? Just simple shit like that because he ain't really blow it up like that. But he wasn't known like that for that. Just who he inspired and affected on a personal level was so deep that you had 250 people at your fucking mass. You know what I'm saying? When you passed. I mean, I say, I say, I say it in my rhymes. Like, um, you know, it hurts... A lot of the people, like you die alone, mm -hmm. unless by some chance, like you, you fucking with somebody. Hope not, but for the most part, you die alone, and you die alone. And all these funerals are filled with all these, all this love. Yep. How is it that you, you know, you, you die by yourself? And I think the worst part about funerals that fucking, I hate. I need to learn how to stop being bitter. You, if you weren't around for my man's life, don't be around for his death. I hate. I, I get really yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. like you know my sister died, my stepbrother didn't come my stepbrother didn't come around for years right but you come around when she's dead, I didn't allow him in the hospital room right that that's how I like I can't stand that I can't we'll be there for you we'll be there for you when they don't worry anything you need anything you call them the very next day bugging the fuck out wigging out and they don't even answer your phone call right like they're the ones stressed out over somebody anything right. I need. You know, like that—that's one thing I hate about funerals. Like, when I die, I don't want none of that shit. Y'all can go cry together and watch a movie. Don't come. I don't want y'all in a church in a building sitting there holding hands, singing kumbaya, thinking about all the good shit. No, because that means I'm really gone. It means I'm really dead. Y'all all solidified it. Y'all solidified all coming to see me in a casket. I don't want that. I want to keep living right here in your hearts and your heads. If you love me, then I'm always there. Right. I don't want you to feel the suffering and pain anymore because I'm not. If I'm not here no more, why got to force you to come see me in a fucking box as the farewell? Right. What kind of happy shit? Like whoever made these laws and, and like that we follow, it's really fucking weird. In some countries, you got people that are getting bombed while they're still playing cards. You see the nigga in Puerto Rico? 
Yep. Some people just won't let him go. In Spanish houses, they keep the body in the crib for like two, three days. Yep. Some yeah, people just don't let him go. You feel me? That's how I would like to be. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to be buried. Like, if you could just get rid of my, you don't have to cremate me. Just throw me off well, a we, mountain somewhere. Let them eat me. Let's do like a, I mean, uh, let's do like a, a let's do a Viking funeral no. for G. Yeah. We'll put you in a boat. Put out, get, get some fucking archers with like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 put weed around it. Let's blow you up in a car. Like with fireworks and shit. Just put fireworks in the car. That shit will be That's I'm some Scarface shit. I'm some Scarface shit. We don't kill women and kids. We don't kill women and kids. Bro, nigga said let's blow them up in a car. Like Get some, the car. Like a mad, mad shit and then put fireworks in it. That's a true Breaking Bad Irish fucking death. <laughs> Get the car. Blow up in the yeah. car. Blow up like, in the damn, car. Man. Oh, shit. It's awesome. Park the Yo, car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> do all kind of crazy shit for funerals, bro. I seen yeah. some shit on the fucking internet. They had dude dressed up like he At was in party. the streets. Nah, like like on some Vato shit. Like this nigga oh, was dressed up real Joe. OG with fucking with his hat on and right. he chilling like this. And they, yo, they literally had the dead body just standing up. Like, like so it's like you know everybody want to go in a different way but we're gonna put you in the car bomb like that no, throw no. him in the truck <laughs> His body fling me in the car. But you know, I would probably be so drunk at that club. That's a crash test. I'd probably be so shit. drunk at that club. I'd probably be talking to that nigga. Thinking the whole time. That's hey, a person. That so we, we, we get a birdie shit. Like, yo, son, you saw that's my man, yo. Me and him had this whole life conversation for an hour. He heard me. He heard he heard, he listened to my soul. <laughs> yo, me and him gonna hang out next week. <laughs> my dude. Yo, nah, what you mean he's dead? That nigga's dead. What, what you mean he's dead? Yo, he was talking to me the whole time. So no, he was not. I heard him. He heard me. <laughs> He was talking to me the whole time. Blood put happy pride, man. You guys, ever, when you guys were younger, you guys ever buried any of the animals in the backyard? <laughs> nah, I ain't My stepfather, my my nigga, my old house before I moved to College Point, that backyard must have like fifteen hamsters. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time a hamster died, they come bury it. Yo, that sounds like a serial killer's backyard. This is there a child here? He's this is not going to end well. Big <laughs> lump of dirt by the shack right there. What's up with that? We caught a we caught a um casino park back in the days. I don't know how somebody let some. I, I know I'm gonna have this wrong. It was either I don't think it was a, a crocodile. I think it was an alligator. Because I but it was casino a baby. park casino park this big. This where my booth? Yes, this big. I was I was ten years old. What? I was ten years old, right before I moved to College Point. This big, we he caught it in the park. We brought it home, and we couldn't like shower for like two or three days because he put him in the bathtub, and the nigga we couldn't get him out. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he tried to grab him, so finally my stepfather grabbed him, put him in a tank. He only lasted like a week Damn. because because he, he's out of his environment. His growth and yeah. Yeah, 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 bro, got... even in death. That motherfucker had his eyes. Yo, my stepfather. <laughs> my stepfather's like, grab him, we're gonna put him in the backyard. So my stepfather's like this, grab him, he put, puts him on the rock, and he goes, grab him, digs a hole. I'm like, he's looking at me. He's like, he's dead, stupid. I said, Dad, he's definitely not dead. Look at me. Look. Yo, he said, Dead, look at him. Touch me, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna bite your head off. Even if, if death, I'm gonna get you. That's the last thing I do. I think the mat, like, my, my that's what my stepfather does, though. He 
Like being Asian, this is, I don't know what it is, but it's either they eat the animal or they keep them as pets. <laughs> wow. That ass because my I remember I used to always oh go to the Chinese God. supermarket and we this was our thing. Get something exclusive, something new. Let's try frog. Let's try this. Yeah. That was our shit. When my sister was born though, my sister wasn't having it. So she brought he brought my sister to the Chinese market, like yo, my sister saw the bucket of frogs, the fifteen frogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dad, that's cruel. They all in the my stepfather buys the 15 frogs and takes them home. Of course he did. Wow. I come that's home, there's 15 hurts. frogs in the town. I said, how'd you do that? I said, your fucking sister made me buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> and we kept them alive? He kept them alive. They're all in the fucking wow. fish tank. Goddamn daughter make him a good Samaritan. I love it. Yeah. We'll be going to eat them. <laughs> what? I'll be like, we're going to have frog nuggets, dad? Yeah. Right. <laughs> frogs don't taste that bad, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just nah. skeevy that yeah, the nerve worried. endings move when you... Oh. Yeah, skeevy. After you cut them. Oh. After you skin them and all that shit, and you chop them, you throw salt on them, Oh. The f- they start tweaking. They start, oh, oh that fucking tweaks me out. Wow. Nigga, that's nothing. You see, um, it's called pulpo, right? Squid or octopus? Yeah, yeah, pulpo. pulpo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. octopus. They, they eat this shit raw, though. Yeah, while well, They oh, get it from the ocean. Dude, they cut yeah. it open. Yo, and the shit's fucking in your mouth. Like, just Move. the, the moves moving. Yeah, the legs moving out your mouth and they're just swallowing it. Yeah, like, I see I'm that. Not, you like sushi? Yeah. Yeah, you like eating raw food? You can like sushi, not the fucking octopus shit. Like those mukbangs be doing and shit. Yo, I, I don't like they, sushi. Like, they, be, they, be, they be like talk, like having like chopsticks with the shit moving. Yeah, it's alive. that's what we're and talking about. And it's in your mouth. Yeah, and it's in your mouth. Yeah. Like limbs and shit What you like guys this? think about the liver king? The what? Oh, you, that You guys crazy? know the liver king? No. The uh, liver king is a man, I think. A very <laughs> brolic, man. He's 250 pounds straight solid. Okay. And all he eats is raw meat. I'm talking about he grabbed the chicken leg. And he's eating raw, oh, raw livers, blood. raw livers, and everything. Oh. oh, food's not meant to taste good. Food's meant meant for your body to be good. No matter what it tastes like, we come from raw diets. So he does like no carbs then. Yo, so no carbs, nigga. No carbs. No cooking. He eats it raw. <laughs> no adobo. No nothing. Nothing. He grabs shit, a fucking liver and he throws this bitch Ew. back. It's called the Liver King. He, he became so famous off of this. So he opens up like the whole chicken leg thing and my just nigga. right in his but mouth. Yo, look. Like this. Like this. Jeez, like no carbs. No carbs. Solid, No carbs, yo. He don't eat don't no bread, nothing of that shit, yo. But it goes to show that we can't he eat like that. He just goes to the produce section. You know, you can't eat like that. You can't, I like... I guess, yeah. I, I mean, I guess so. When, if they do when it. When you condition your body for it, you know? Yeah, so right. That's exactly what it is. But you see... This is what you look like. Damn, son. Only eating Crazy, fucking. He got like a 16 pack. <laughs> the fuck? Nah, yo, you could tell that shit is natural. No fucking like steroids and shit. I mean, like he's that. probably on some type of juice. I, I, I would think so, yeah, but maybe yeah. not. His workouts are crazy. He puts chains around his neck and he, he pulls them. He, <laughs> he puts big parts. Oh, it's the Mr. T workout. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. He's fucking like scary big. Yeah, he's scary big. Look at shit. And then that beard. He's like, I'm a gentle beast. Yeah. That nigga, I always ask this question. <laughs> I always ask this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. That nigga slaps your girl's ass. What you do? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, yo, he slapped your girl's I, I ass. Think, what do you do? I think I spit in his face and run fast. <laughs> I run fast. Nah, nah nigga, I get mad at my girl. What you do to him? <laughs> it's your here, fault. Here, you can slap my ass. You, why, why? you definitely looked at him. You definitely looked at him. <laughs> 
But imagine if he does so, he might break her ass off with that. Story. Yeah, Yo, true. Yo, like, t- like a, a tap will fucking destroy your ass. You Yo, know, if she went to Brazil, all that shit coming right out. That ass get no. deflated. But they say with great power, comes great responsibility. Yeah, I wonder down if the calf muscle. Like I want like. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not brolic, right? Because I might just do that. Not slap another <laughs> nigga's girl's ass. Yeah, I but, can see G doing but that. But I'd definitely like, be in the corner of like a... Like, G walk everywhere think he owned the place. Nigga, if a, bad bitch, if a bad bitch is standing next to a nigga that looks like me right now, and I look like that nigga, I'm staring at your bad bitch while you staring at me. And, not, <laughs> and we both, all three of us know about that what's going on right now. <laughs> Yo, that must be the worst feeling in the world with a big brolic nigga staring at you your chick and you know you can't do nothing yeah <laughs> you you even want to tell your bitch yeah but you, you see that nigga but you, you don't stare right but yeah, yeah, but you know, then you don't want to like go down the Omar route from the wire, where like the fucking teenage, the teenage kid shoots you in the back of your head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you never saw him coming. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you thought you was a god. No, he's a fucking god, god. amongst and men. And it took me to watch the wire again oh, to dude. really. This nigga kisses boys. Yes. This nigga goes to the yo. He's but yet he's doing this before he passed away. He was doing the shit on Vice with the with the drugs. Oh, the black market yeah. shit. Black yeah. market shit. Yo, you see how serious he is? And you talking? Yo, he mm-hmm. he kind of looked like he wanted the niggas in the black market. Yeah. Don't he kind of look like he could be working with? Or he got cousins that still do that shit, and you know what I'm saying? I saw yeah. him oh, t- talking to these two bitches that did BBLs, Brazilian mm-hmm. butt. Yeah, yeah, butt lifts. And he's sitting there acting like he he's asking them questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a lot bigger, right? Get, Nigga, you know it gets bigger. <laughs> you see what's saying on it? <laughs> like, but he's so great the way he came across yeah. asking that. And then when you see the wire, that was his come up. Yep. That was his come up. Yep. Like, but I, I didn't he it's weird that nobody really like um Chad Bozeman, same thing. I didn't really get Chad Bozeman until he was dead. And then I went back, I'm like, damn, he did Jackie Robinson. Yep, kill yeah, that. He did, yo, he did so many movies Thurgood before he Marshall, died with yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rick James. He did Rick James. No, Not James, Rick Brown. T- James Brown. Yep, James Brown. Kill that. What? This yeah, kill that's that. crazy. But mm-hmm. I didn't hear about him. I didn't see that. Come up right before it actually popped, and I kind of feel like that'll be that's like that with everything music, with everything. These niggas will be making music for years and doing this for years. Oh, yeah, no, the minute you go viral, they'll go back to your entire your whole fucking YouTube shit. Will fucking all your videos will be a million plays, and that's where I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) What they're gonna look back at my shit and say, Yo, this nigga's a a bigot, he's he's a womanizer, he might be a little gay, he's in the closet. what, what did he what? do with his dog in that video? That was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, but I won't delete none of it. it all, it's go. all there to stay. It's, it's all, all there to stay. Transparency, this is who I baby. Am. Yes, embrace like, it. People still talk about me like dressing like a woman to this day, and that shit was like, I feel like forever ago. Yeah, but nigga, the way you did it, <laughs> See, look, like the God. way you dress as a woman. Did the you way shave your you legs? Put it on. Did you shave your body? <laughs> the second time. The second The time. way you did it. It's not like the, the nigga just sound like dress like a bitch and leave the mustache like Dominican women. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this nigga this nigga literally he literally shaved all the hair on his body. Threw a wig on. Had his sister do his makeup, I think, right? Or you had another chick do your makeup. Oh, it's very very silence of the lambish. <laughs> but my thing is, is how you expect us not to remember that. Nigga, that sounds very memorable. The only way you know the only way people gonna forget that, right? You do it again. <laughs> you do it again and do it better. This time do better. it in drag. Oh right. shit, RuPaul! I can see you. I can see you dragging. RuPaul it. RuPaul it. I I had a long discussion with my girl about that. Oh, she don't like you dressing like a woman. I see, 
absolutely hates it, but it makes me want to do it more just because she hates it. Wow. <laughs> Yo, nigga, I would so be a scumbag and dress like a woman to have sex with my woman. <laughs> wow. No, well, you don't like me no, dressing no, no, like no, this? Call me Veronica. I, I want her to book me for a school for like some back to school program. Like, oh, I'll do some yo-yo shit. I'll just come out full drag and just start yo-yoing. Oh, you're an ass. I'm gonna fuck everybody. No, up. you should do I'll that. Fuck the whole school. You should up. do. You should do that at one of her family reunions, like at one of her like girlfriend's weddings or something like that. Oh, damn. Then you so do. So many, it. I, so many then ways I could just. And you pull out the yo-yo. I can go I out, out, out the yo-yo so and drag. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie though. My my daughter has a boyfriend. And then I, as a father, go on his Instagram or social media to yeah, see yeah, what this boyfriend them. is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring my daughter to the room and be like, yo, honey. As a responsible parent should. Honey, you know he dresses like, a, oh, but he's just an entertainer. He just did that for... You sure? You sure he don't do that all the time? I'm going to fuck my daughter's head up. I'm going to be like, you know he's not with you right now? He's dressing like that. <laughs> oh, fuck. FaceTime me right now. I want to see what you're wearing. <laughs> Dressing like Prince and shit. And it'll be me. It'll be me, like in my bed, just like, hey, how you doing? And then we turn off. Did you wear a bra? Huh? Did you wear panties? Did you no. wear the undergarment? No. All right. So for the third one, nigga, no. we, we got to oh, <laughs> panties, undergarments, garter belts, <laughs> ten times hammer. Oh man, did, did you get hit? you got hit on by dudes too, right? On um, two. Two dudes hit. Two dudes hit me up. Oh, one so of them was like right. a famous. One of them was like pretty well known in like the fashion world. So you did it right. No, I, yep. I, well, I, even before, obviously, <laughs> uh, obviously, if you got hit on by dudes. You well, know he, that was even before I was doing drag. He, he's like this, like famous, like gay fashion designer. So he was already like lurking, like on my lurking. Shit. He said, "You know, you know, one thing I do, I have noticed about you guys, and I did like that. I saw, you know, you had a performance like a month ago, two months ago, right?" Oh, had, Irish Whiskey Tavern. You guys yeah. had a performance? I like to see you guys perform because in our whole existence, that's one thing that I do miss from you guys. Like, I didn't really get the privilege to see go out with you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and see you guys kill stages all the time with your music. Yeah. Is that something that you guys are going to look forward yeah, to Yeah, I would love this? to. Yeah, that definitely put the battery back in my back. So How did it feel to perform? To it was great, bro. It's been like no nerves? Years. You guys had nerves? Actually, being that we've been together all these years we never actually did a live show so that was our, our first, first performance. yeah hmm. you guys were nervous were you nervous a little bit but it was good though it was good and quest it, you know what I'm saying quest held it down you know quest yeah, is a quest, stage you killer know, so quest you know yeah. was, but it was uh, good because to me like i'm usually nervous before i get on stage because yeah. i think it's like the anxiety building up or, to get there but once i'm up there it's like i'm, I'm you're comfortable fine and yeah shit. yeah Oh, so it's just like the feeling to get it over with because you've been fucking uh, rehearsing this shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so and that's what like kills me too. I always to think I don't out. got it because I've been rehearsing all day. Right. I'm the type yeah. of nigga that been rehearsing all day and then get to the show and be like, what the fuck is the first word? The first sentence. Like that too, fuck. I can practice that You're shit like, like four or five times and then by the time I get to like, like yo, yo. Fuck, what Fuck yeah, exactly. Shit. I do have that though. I have first word syndrome. <laughs> yeah. if, if I can remember the first line to yes. the song, then you're good. Then I'm out. Like, oh, I got it. I got it. Good. But that first word, <laughs> yep. oh, it's yeah. such a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> fuck yo, I'll be like, wait, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'll be like, I, it's like, because you got like so many songs, and it's like you're shuffling in your head. You're like going, oh, look, at, I know, it's like, I know Crazy Ride, and then it's like, oh, a different hand comes on. It'll be like switching. Like I'm thinking of the different handlers when I'm supposed to be performing the crazy ride talk. I'm like, okay, it's all yeah, it's like it just starts coming like mad random uh -huh. out of fucking nowhere. And I'm like jamming it. Sometimes I'll like 
I, sometimes I feel like, well, I don't do it, but it's like in my head, it's like, it's like you're picturing your phone in your head, like you're shuffling, you're going through like, oh, fuck, what's in my notes? What's in my yeah, notes? The oh, the yeah. yeah, the Memphis Rolodex. Yeah, the Memphis Rolodex. You're, you're just going just like this. It. You're going. Just oh, find it. Got it. Okay. It's like, yeah, but it's like, I keep, it's like in this head, my headspace is like, they don't exactly know what I'm saying. Right. I I know the worst of my song. Right. I can pretty much but say any fucking case, thing. Huh? I, th- I think that's what that's what truly music is. Come on, you can't say every fucking word for word. You know what's in that goddamn song. It's, it's like they don't know what I'm saying. I can say stacked. anything. It's yeah. how the beat, to the tone of your voice, mm-hmm. to the style of delivery. Yep. And then those one or two words that the people actually do hear and understand it. They got to yeah. be the good ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, though, that's why I like what Cradle, what Cradle said. Hooks are everything. Yeah. Hooks are everything. There's not many flow. There's not many, like... I'm trying to think of, like, freestyles that I'm like, damn, that nigga killed it for three minutes straight, no hook. And it doesn't... Mm. I know them, but I can't say that they're better than songs. Yeah, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say that they're better than their songs. I 100%. There's something about that structure. You know who gave us that structure, too, right? 16 hooks um, and all that? Beatles were the first band to do that, to structure their music like that. Oh, With that many words, I sixteen bar verse, sixteen and and eight and eight, uh, or or eight and a four. It yeah, might be eight and four. Yeah, eight and four. Yeah, yeah, Beatles yeah, were yeah. the first people to be structuring their stuff yeah. like that. In that point in time, you songs back then weren't as long. Right. So they had to like. Oh really? No, well, they, no, they no, were long. They were long. Just they didn't have a lot of words. They could have like three seven, minute, eight yeah. minute song. Right. They have like a four songs. minute guitar solo and a two minute bridge, and you know. Like, that's when the dope and the that's when the dope and the coke was real good. Yeah. Like that, to, that bass player was yeah. sitting there for sixteen. Like Stairway to Heaven and shit Yo, like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Have like a cannabis album, bro, with a with a hook. Yeah, right. Nigga, most of his songs don't even have hooks. Versus, nigga, the nigga's just right? straight. The yeah. nigga, his debut the nigga album. did an album where he's literally spitting through the whole yeah, album. He don't even do that. no hooks, no, no hooks. nothing. It's just yeah. like the beat switches up, and he just keeps spitting yeah. through. The, you know what I mean, nigga? It's like, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a 45 minute song with like 20 beat switches. Yeah, yeah this much. shit is crazy. Yeah. That sucks you know how cannabis got done dirty. Well, it wasn't the only Eminem, 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 Eminem beef he had. Uh, yeah, yeah, it ain't that, but just also Wyclef. Like, Wyclef, you shouldn't have had Wyclef make your album. You know what I'm saying? I, I get why you signed with him. I get that you got paid. But Wyclef wasn't the guy that should have made your debut album. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It should have been a Marley Marl. And, sec- or, and then, know, he, then he put a second round KO on it. Yeah. That was like the. That was probably his biggest hit. It was yeah, his that, biggest was his hit. that was like the only song I remember out of that yeah, whole yeah. album. Yeah. Do, do you think that that's part of if you don't have a target if you ain't talking shit to somebody do you think that your your music doesn't resonate as much like is there does no, it, does I it think, have I, to have a target I think there's a million different ways music resonates like think about like a like think about like group home I, 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 to this day I'll tell you group home was one of the worst fucking rappers slash rap group ever to exist in the history of mankind they also group have home? A, yeah, they also have a hip-hop classic album. You know why? Because of this guy called DJ Premier. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who pre- arguably put some of his best beats on that album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to, like, why people like a song. You know what I'm saying? Or whether it's lyrically intricate, like a fucking uh, stand from Eminem or uh, Lose Yourself. Or it's fucking Good Times from Chic. You know what I'm saying? It's just because good times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or reason to what you're going to remember or what you're not going to remember. But I agree with you. A hook is fucking, I, in my older age now, like I'm less lyrical miracle and less hip hop purist bullshit. 
a hook is the way to fucking go, bro. You know what I'm saying? Think about this day, Hip Hop Parade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice and smooth is funky. Also, Hip Hop Junkies. Those are the things that will fucking stick with you. Like Greg Ganassi, Greg, Greg Ganassi. E. You remember the hooks, man. Hmm. To this day, you're going to remember them shits. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like my stepfather, you know, you, you ask my stepfather, what's the one rap song he knows? And he turns around and goes, the hip? Hop? There hip, you hip, go. Hip, hip. <laughs> yeah, the one rap song, you know. And then he goes, that's rap. The shit you guys do now is crap. You miss like probably 10 genres. Like, yeah, word. Like 10 different styles. <laughs> ten, ten, went, 10 went through like, it went through like 10 changes after, yeah. after hippity hippity hop. But yeah. people people yeah. relate to different things. People might relate to the beat, you know what yeah. I'm saying? They might like a story, mm-hmm. you know, they Even can relate the to the story, you know what I'm saying? That's what we, we you 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 fans out there, you know, this woke culture is kinda it tries to damper a lot of people's parades, but one parade it can't damper is a entertainer's parade. As an entertainer, I can make up whatever fucking story I want and speak yep. about it. As in, and there's no way it can be taken away from me. Eminem made songs about burying his mother. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a rapper, you can get away with fucking murder on that beat. Yeah. But there's other people that feel like that, and that's what made it like, you know what I'm saying? You know yeah, there's a fucking sick old kid, white kid, or black kid, or, well, not probably not a black not a kid, black but proud. most likely a white yeah, kid no that fucking just hates his mom, his mom nope. and just want to nope. fuck. So they relate to that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why just, uh, suburban you know, white kids so that pop pills. Yeah. Well, fuck you, mom. Let me get the Viking in. Ah! And then little mini man. Mansions and pools and shit, yeah, take yeah. all these jugs and stuff. No, um, like, yo, imagine, imagine, imagine being like, you know, in our twenties, like living in the hood, and for all your black and brown friends, you play a song about killing your mom. That motherfucker, look at it. Did you just make a song about killing your mom? Yeah, now nah. she, she gonna fucking slap you right now. Like, nah, out if of anything, air, one like... of those kids will probably go back to his mom and be yeah, like, "Yo, mom, yeah, you know, Timmy made a song about killing his mom. mom," and then that mom is gonna come down. Uh, and go, yeah, fuck yeah, Timmy yeah, up. yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Mom, nigga, right? That's crazy. So, guys, what's next? <laughs> no, what's what's next for you guys? Oh, uh, world domination, world tour with Metallica. After this pod, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> what's what's next? Yeah. Got, got coming up. Um, oh, 40 Wasteman Project. That's really what's coming on next. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got this project. We did this EP with this uh group from Britain called the Elder Wasteman. Our brothers Dirty Joe and uh Rico. Dirty Joe produced the whole thing, they rap on it. So something a little, it, the beats are great. It's going to be very like, you know what I'm saying? Like very hip hop, grimy, like early mm-hmm. 90s type of sound. Um, but, you know, we're going to be rapping with these two dudes with, you know, very thick British accents and British voices. That's going to be fire. So, yeah, it's, it's dope. We love it. It's six songs. Um, It's done. You know, the covers, we're probably going to put out the cover in a little bit. Um, And then, yeah, we're trying to shoot that for like the late summer. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And um, it's a great project. We like it a lot. It, it's called... Uh, um, 40 Wastemen, The Fortress of Solitude. Mm. And it deals like uh, four, at least four or five of the songs deal with like concepts and themes of loneliness, being alone, yes. shit like that. So it definitely has a theme to it. It's a really dope project. We're really proud of it. Um, and then, yeah, after that, I got the Silencer. Set Silencer has got this little uh, group called Last Ones Left. I'm on like, a couple of joints of that. That's coming out uh, in the fall as well. So it's a like a six song project that he completely produced. Gonna have a bunch of MCs from Flushing and shit like that. Uh, Peace to Black, Xavier, Commission, all them dudes from Lattimore projects. Um, yeah, and then uh, I, you know, and then we wait in for this project from Last Measure and G out of character. I think that's next, right? I think I heard you know mm-hmm. I, I heard Elio's on a one joint on that. Uh, Quest, yeah, we got West Studi. We got Wes. Yeah, got man, you. that shit is incredible. So I'm um, as a fan, I'm looking forward for you guys to put that out. So that's coming out too this year. And that's probably the rest of the year. And then next year. Yeah. 
SNL, Laugh from Maple Park, Side B, 4040 Carnage, Meta Humans 2. Meta Humans with Silence. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some joints coming out. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad. I'm glad I got to sit down with you guys. You know, yes. Beautiful running down the road of nostalgia, too. You know, talking about all the people that came up with, um, all these people that are no longer with us. Word. We, we serve their memory righteous by having these conversations. And, Absolutely. And you, you guys do it especially by um, continuously making the music, you know? And now um, now you guys are stepping into a, an even another world because you guys are going to go on rap with niggas that don't even have the same accent. So that's <laughs> yeah. going to be... That that's really yeah, that's world domination shit. It's dope. It's Where dope. can they get um your forty forty um your your latest album from? Oh, that's on all digital streaming out- outlets. You can get on Spotify, iTunes. You I'll know leave what I'm saying? Apple Music. Oh, Bandcamp. You know what I'm saying? If you want to support, buy it. You could get it on Bandcamp. You know what I mean? So look for it there and shit like that. And that's where all our projects are. All digital streaming. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah, no, nah, yo. Speaking of just people not here, um you know. Like, shout out to Quest. He just put out We Were on Gorilla Grooves a couple of weeks ago with mm-hmm. him promoting the Dracarys album. Um, check that out as well. Um, you know, people are not here. I think the Booger presence on that album is absolutely amazing. Amazing, yep. Um, shout out to Booger Brown. I Rest think the song people. Only When I'm Drunk with you um, and Booger and Quest is one of my favorite songs on mm-hmm. the album. Mm-hmm. Sure. Going into Unforgotten and Dark Hours before it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, R.I.P. Yan. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Yan. Um, so, you know, there's just a lot of, like, huge talent that we were blessed and privileged to have around us or, like, just be witness to. And, um, you know, and yeah, we don't forget those motherfuckers. You no, know we saying? don't. We honor them. Yeah, and we, we still got joints with them, and we're going to put out. and um, Rest in peace, Carnage. Rest in peace, Jimmy. You Burke. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bustelo oh. Brothers album. So, you know, two sides of the tape. We still get, we still play all that shit, you know what I mean? And I'm always going to play that shit. Like, of course. I think, I think, you know, as I'm older, as an artist, I'm still a fan of what's out there. I'm still going to listen to underground shit and mainstream shit. I'm still going to keep my ear there just to keep inspiring myself. But what inspires me the most now is listening to y'all music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the shit I listen to the most now is my own people's music, my brother's music. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit that gets me through the day. It's and our story. Yeah. It's and I our love story. It. And I love it. I lo- and yeah. not just that, but just we're all so fucking dope now. Mm-hmm. Like we're all at that level where we're as good as our idols. So mm-hmm. it's like, why not just pay attention to us? Why not pay mm-hmm. attention to each other? Exactly. It's and that's, fat. you know what I'm saying? And that's what I like doing. And yo, I, don't, I didn't tell you this because I never played you the final version, but Live from Maple Park Side B got an amazing fucking Giada character verse. You know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, t- I pulled that. It oh, took me two weeks, God. but I, I did it. That serial killer shit. Amazing. Um, so there's some amazing shit there. So, you know. Thank you guys for watching. You know, as always, please like and subscribe. You know, shout out to everybody that tunes in. Shout out to everybody that, you know, leaves comments. And, you know, this is what we do to try to push the culture in any type of way we can. You know, what's up, Barry White Podcast? I'm Richard Picasso. That's the out of character. Hey, yo. Hey. We got this bitch. The God. Elio, thank you for sitting with us. No yes. doubt. Man, I hope to see bro. you guys sooner than later. Yes, yes. sir. I'll Absolutely. leave all, all the description, everything in the link. Make sure you guys yeah. support them. Send us all the hate mail. The music. Yes. All the hate mail. All the hate mail. We want Send all the hate mail. There. I'll get it to them. Don't worry. My nigga, yes. I'll text it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome all. <laughs> we got this bitch, man. And happy Pride Month. All right, happy Pride Month, guys. Happy Pride Month. Yes. Good. Put the camera on you. You know what it is, is that when you... Look at that. Look at that, man. Look how he looks right now. Oh, you know what it is? Like when... when Patching um... up the Christ fucking... Stone him. Stone him. He's all sweated out shit. Look at this. Fake Messiah. He got the Michael Jack... He got the... Fuck y'all.
yeah, yeah. He got the Jackson fro and shit. Yeah. After he performed. I saw you at the whorehouse uh-huh. with Mary last night. You liar. Sinner. He took a bit he took a he took a chick Sinner. in my bathroom and just went off and you said got, bye. You got you got twelve motherfuckers wow. fooled, goddammit. You snake oils man, salesman. I still hate that nigga cause he got way more hair than I got. Oh me? <laughs> yeah. No, not that much. Wait, look at my fucking I'm ball I'm shining, man. He's look at my head, man. I have I have just enough for both of us. He's yeah. gonna braid that shit up, yo. He should right. braid that shit up. He got he said he listen, you I went can to, braid that shit, man. I went to Corona. I went to Corona to try to braid my hair. And the Spanish chick was like, No, papi, come back in six months. <laughs> no. What? 